Hello and welcome to And Now for Something Completely Machinima, the podcast about machinima and related virtual production technologies. Uh, I'm Phil Rice and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Tracy Harwood, Hello. Ricky Grove, and Damian Valentine. Hello. Hello. Hey, you guys. Good to see you. Yep. So we're just going to dive right in here. Uh, we've got, uh, the, the, as you know, the show's format now uh, is focusing on the films, the, the stuff that we're all really the most interested in. And Ricky did something interesting uh, since our last show, and, and he decided to take a deep dive into the world of TikTok looking for machinima. Ricky, what did you find? I'd like that just slight pause before interesting uh, <laughs> which betrayed your sort of ooh, I'm not sure what this is I'm not biased at all <laughs> we'll see well you know how I found these was that um, I you know I love books and I have my own paperback podcast and stuff like that and a link led me to a paperback uh, owner and a seller who was uh, putting together some paperback covers and he did a, a TikTok video and um, I would really Im was impressed with it. And while I was watching it, I was thinking, well, I wonder what kind of machinima is on TikTok. So I did several searches and everything. And most of it is not particularly interesting. It's fairly dull stuff, but it's, it's similar to the kind of things that you see on YouTube and other uh, things. But with a little bit of diligent searching, I discovered a few that I thought were quite witty and interesting because you got to think it's a minute long roughly in that odd vertical phone style format it's a bit of a challenge to come up with a story and a punchline and but the form is it would be an interesting one if you get it right so i found two that i liked a lot um <laughs> uh the first one is uh Let's see what's in there. A Rockstar Machinima by Antro KSRD01. And it's it's very short. You got to remember, these are uh, th these are less than a minute. Uh, and I liked it. I thought it was quite amusing. The only thing I didn't like was the voice text to speech. Now, Tracy, before we go any further, was this video really text to speech or was it a human being? Because I don't want to have egg on my face. Again. I wouldn't have a clue, Ricky, on that one. Oh, good. So does anybody else think it's uh, boys? No, no, I'm fairly sure it's text to speech. Oh, yeah, I think so God. too. I'm right. But I liked it a lot. What did you guys think of it? Well, this is a nice way to do some machinimas, yes? Is that the one? Yes, well, it's Rockstar Machinima, how to put a camera uh to use a point of view camera perspective yeah well <laughs> i tell you what what made me laugh about it was attaching an invisible rat to a helmet <laughs> that's well i thought that was witty i thought that was quite funny i could not i could not start laughing when they did that I, that yeah. really yeah well witty is about right um yeah. but but then you know running along with it i mean it clearly worked uh and you know, once once you'd got said rat embedded in your helmet and it was invisible, well, yes, it was it a works. nice. So, it, so it's a little short tutorial, but with a touch of humor and wit that's under a minute. It's the kind of thing you get something, you laugh, and you also get a piece of knowledge. So I thought that was quite a quite a good achievement for Machinima. Yes. 
Yes, in under a minute. Yeah, I think it was about thirty-five seconds. Ah. <laughs> I think that's a good format for it because if you go on YouTube, you might find a, an hour-long tutorial teaching how to do exactly the same thing, and it'll be very dry, <laughs> and it'll be a lot of there'll be a lot of nonsense in between the actual parts you, you want to know about. Uh, right. But the TikTok format is great for things, little tips like that. Yeah. Um, obviously there are tutorials they have to be long because they're covering something complicated but yeah. something like this it can be done it's a useful tip for anyone who wants to use um, GTA for Machinima and it's not something you'd probably think of if you were just playing around with the, the filmmaking tool but then when you see that that makes a lot of sense and oh. um, I, I did remember it reminded me of making a, a, a video in Jedi Academy way back and it was uh, it was a contest to create something about wildlife using any mission or platform i used jedi knight because that's the one i wanted to do and i had to have a, a cameraman it's like a documentary style thing and of course i didn't really know how to make the all the camera things work at the time so I, the trick i came up with was to remove the textures from a character because then they would be invisible so it's an invisible yeah. cameraman and the, the point i was getting to is um zooming up close to this wildlife it's a big rancor, which is the big creature from Jabba the Hutt's palace. As far as the game was concerned, the character was not invisible, so it reached down, grabbed the cameraman, and hit him. <laughs> so, if TikTok existed back then, that would have been my TikTok video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, watching this reminded me of that, and it's one of my, you know, it's one of those little things. It's it's a funny moment back then, and I, I obviously forgotten about it until then. So it's good memory. Right. But yeah, I think this is a good idea. I mean, if you're a machinima filmmaker and you're using GTA 5, it might be an interesting medium and uh, something to explore to do these 30 to uh, seconds to a minute short video tips because people will will click those because they know it's only going to be 30 seconds or a minute. So they're not going to have to sit there and go, uh, you know, while they go through third 15 minutes of credits, you know, you just get right to the heart of it. So might be an interesting idea for people. Yeah. Phil's been very quiet. <laughs> well, oh, I mean, comes. yeah. Well, I, I've always inserted a rat into my head uh, in every machine of my film I've ever made. So I didn't, I didn't find it particularly uh, particularly exciting. Yeah, we were doing that back in the, in the, in the Quake, Quake machine of my days. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> You had to model the rat and bring it into the game and then yeah. put it on the head and that, but it's, yeah. it was it was a whole thing yeah. so no it is it's it's you know for it's it is perfectly suited to the format and the type of content that that works on tiktok um actually i've there's numerous uh users on tiktok who will just do general technical tips you know how to do such and such with your iPhone, or how to do this and that with in Windows, and this is this is precisely the format they use um, to just convey these little tips. And some of them will do like an omnibus edition, where it might still only be a sixty-second video, but it's like seven or eight tips crammed really fast. Because if I'm not mistaken, don't TikTok will loop by default uh, a video, so right. they'll do them so fast right. because you're going to get to see it again if you need to. So, uh, yeah, I can I can see the appeal. Hmm. I, I sense, mean, though, that underneath you've got a kind of <coughs> icky feeling about TikTok, though, as just a platform for media. 
Am I wrong or are you? Well, it's not, it's so, not one I've stuck. It's not, you know, yes. <laughs> let me let me let me let me put it let me put it this way so if i'm hungry uh i can go to you know a really nice I, I want some some good fish so i can go to a really nice seafood restaurant or i can go to red lobster or i can go get a fish taco from taco bell or I can search the dumpster behind Taco Bell and find a fish taco somebody <laughs> half eaten throughout. To me, TikTok kind of caters more towards the dumpster end of that spectrum <laughs> in terms of food quality, just generally. Uh, oh my! And I'm not meaning that to be insulting. Uh, it's just, oh, it's sure, kind certainly of, not. It's kind of, <laughs> I mean that in a good way, uh, yeah. it's, you know, it's, and what do you expect from uh, it's, it's content that is designed to be disposable. And yeah. I feel the same way about YouTube shorts that it's like YouTube wanted to offer the dumpster option. So they, they made YouTube shorts and you can now, you can now just kind of throw up on YouTube and, and put it there for 10 seconds literally just, throw up on yeah on so i don't know i i think some of it is just i don't use i don't use my phone in this way i don't create content this way so it's it's not a very inspiring platform for me yeah and that tends to be how i evaluate these things and and i think though that there's a younger generation that uh this the expediency of being able to very quickly put together content and just get it out there for quick reaction. And then that's it. It's done. Like, you know, that's just not a pipeline that, that, that appeals to me. And I'm not, I'm not. Well, then why do you think it's so extraordinarily popular? I mean, this uh, rockstar machinima that I chose has got thousands and thousands of likes, which are far more than, more, much more serious machine than what we've seen on Vimeo and YouTube. Um, you know, I th that that's a tough one. Um, I was going to say because it's short, so you you could watch a ten minute video on YouTube, or you could watch ten one minute videos on TikTok, and people want if they want to watch lots of videos, they're going to go on TikTok and they can just watch two lots of things because it's all very short. It doesn't require a lot of time to invest in it and so people you know they'll be on the phone or whatever i mean i don't know maybe on the train or a bus or something they'll watch a couple of videos on, on to pass the time on their journey and it, right. they can just go through them so quickly so that's why they become so popular because it doesn't require a lot of time or energy to to sit down and watch something and, and if they focus on the, the comedy element as well you're having a quick laugh wherever it is you're going yeah, yeah. i have a quick comment on your uh dumpster analogy phil Back in yes. the uh, early, are you going to ask me how do I know what a fish taco <laughs> out of a dumpster tastes like? No, no, no. I I leave that <laughs> Thank to your you. imagination. No, that yeah. listeners read my bio but... page. It's all there. <laughs> Back in the early fifties, uh, paperback publishers, the artwork was actually done as a physical painting for covers. Some pretty famous uh, uh, painters uh, painted covers, and they sent that art to the publishers, one-of-a-kind art to the publishers. Well, 
at the end of the year, their contract specified that they had a choice. Either they picked up the uh, painting or, uh, and if they didn't, it would uh, refer, revert to the owner of the publisher. Well, the publisher didn't want any of them. They thought they were junky, crappy paperback covers because they didn't really care. They were in it for the money. So they throw them in the dumpster. Well, you know, some paperback collectors got wind of that. And they'd show up, and they usually do it on January 1st or January 2nd. So these guys would show up behind major paperback publishers' buildings and check the dumpsters. And they'd come away with paintings by, you know, Tim Powers and Boris Vallejo and amazing stuff. Today, which is selling for thousands and thousands of dollars. So the point I'm trying to make with this analogy you have to choose the right dumpster at TikTok. <laughs> that is true. That is true. I, I'm you know, not to... sure. It, well, you know what? I don't think that hangs together, though, because you know what they say about your digital footprint and, uh, you know, the current generation being the first generation that will have nothing to show for their lives because everything they've done is digital. Hmm. I mean, I, I can't no, see... No, I think Ricky has a point. I, I, I think I can illustrate it on... Uh, YouTube from a from a viewer's perspective, if you sign up for a new YouTube account, so you have, you don't have any subscriptions or anything like that, and you just show up, the only thing you've got driving content to your face is the algorithm. It's just whatever is generally popular out there, and whatever Google can sniff out about your interests from your other right. logins. That's it, right. though. It's just gonna just feed you a page of content. And TikTok is that way too. TikTok's even more reliant on the algorithm because by default, you're just swiping your way through. But that list is all algorithm driven. Yeah. But on YouTube, once you tune your algorithm by liking videos that you like and uh, you know subscribing to channels that you like, what do you know over time, the YouTube homepage, if you will, when you first arrive at YouTube, it tends to be populated with stuff that it's likely you're going to enjoy. Right, right. And I'm sure that TikTok is is the same way, that once you interact, that algorithm gets tuned. And then, you know, so if, I mean, it's still loaded with garbage, but so is YouTube. I mean, let's not, let's not kid yeah, ourselves. No question, yeah. YouTube's full of a lot of nonsense as well. So it really is, I think, about you teaching that machine what it is that you want to see That's and then really you're going to get then you're going to get the best food in the dumpster yeah is what it comes down to but it's still right. a dumpster <laughs> yeah. good point so, let's move on to my uh, second yeah. movie so we can keep this short yeah. um yeah, we can't do on tiktok it's already too long for tiktok oh Absolutely. no no uh the next one is called make your own fnaf videos with movie Oki. Now, I'm not sure what F-N-A-F means, but I like this movie. It was interesting. The voice performances are fun. There's a good, it's a good way for a company to advertise uh, something that their software by creating something inside of their software. It makes it much easier to choose if you like it. Now, I'm not so sure I like the final animated result. The style is kind of, kind of silly. But it might work for real young kids, you know, 12 years old, 10 years old, 
it might be just the kind of thing to use to to create something fun and interesting. And and before we go to that um, that video, I wanted to share a quick quote that connects to these TikTok videos from Terry Gilliam. I wanted to say this at the beginning. I just forgot about it. He said in, her, in an interview, Terry Gilliam, as you remember, the fellow who did all of the Monty Python animations uh, mm -hmm. and then went on to direct several very interesting films. But he said the whole point of animation is to tell a story, make a joke, express an idea. The technique itself doesn't really matter. Whatever works is the thing to use. And I think that's a very practical way to look at it. And this company um, makes a, an animated program for people that's really simple for your phone. And they wanted to do an advertisement. And I thought it was a very effective advertisement for them. As I said, I wouldn't use it myself, but I, very young people might find it interesting. What did you think, Damien? Um, so I will just start with FNAF is... It stands for Five Nights at Freddy's, which is a horror ah, game series. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I don't. I haven't played it, but my understanding <laughs> is you, um, you have to survive five nights, and all these kind of cute creatures, uh, possessed by demons or something. I I don't know, but they they try and kill you, and you have to try and survive. I, I don't know the, the mechanics of the game, but I do know it's very popular, and this, this is what these characters are from. Um, yeah. I think I preferred your. The first one because i like the idea that it's a very informative tip whereas this one I, i'm not quite sure i fully get it because i i know what what the game is to a little bit but not really so i kind of got that i don't know i i thought it was well done for what it was but i preferred the other one uh okay yeah fair enough tracy yeah. well uh, yeah it's well it was clearly an advert for their app I think what amazed me was just how many followers it got and how many likes this video had got as well. I mean, 50,000 likes on almost 8,000 followers. And it's clear what it, what they're doing is just advertising these ragdoll-like animated characters. And I, I also looked up the the Five Nights at Freddy's and, and actually once I got the Five Nights at Freddy's and, and what that was about, it was kind of like a Chucky-like animatronics kind of mm. um characters those characters in the little video seem to make a little bit more sense because clearly what he was trying to do was tap into some other cultural phenomenon um with this app to you know to let um folks create their own kind of little memes i guess uh based uh -huh. on five nights at freddy's um so yeah I, I yeah, it was interesting. Um, I'm not overly enamoured, if I'm honest. But um, you know what you can do in a minute is is quite intriguing. I think. Phil, mm -hmm. well, yeah, you know, the way that those characters animated on the screen, it made me think about like in like at least the way it's portrayed in in movies in medieval times. There was you know, some guy in town who would set up the little mini stage and tell the stories with, and there'd be marionettes, basically, I assume, is, is, is you yeah. know, string puppets. Very right. primitive and, and probably stage actors of the time would look at that form of storytelling and kind of poo-poo it as, oh, that's just so, you know, it's nothing like the real theater, you know. 
So, and I, it just made me think, well, maybe that's what I'm doing here. You know, that, that ah. I, I feel like that the kind of stuff that, that I try to create is in some way more sophisticated. Of course, there's, if I look, you know, upward, there's going to be, you know, people at Lucasfilm that would just, would just guffaw at, at my attempts as, as pitiful. So maybe the dumpster analogy isn't, isn't fair. I, I, I think the way that I'm looking at it is like this, like you can have a really nice microphone. You can, you know, you can get like a thousand dollar condenser microphone. That's just really great frequency response and all that. And then you can, there's mid range. You can get a sure SM57, you know, that classic dynamic microphone and it, it does an okay job. And then all the way down to a little microphone that's on the, the little thingy from your headset, which is just a piece of crap microphone. But the point is, if you fart into any of those, it's still a fart. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That, that's, uh, yeah. That stops the whole conversation there, Phil. No, I think uh, this was a, I mean, for it, for what they're they're advertising, it's a clever ad and it, it does fit into it. And, you know, there is something to be said for, you know, one of the elements of Machinima was supposed to be that expediency, that immediacy. And actually in the old days of Machinima and in some current Machinima now that does seem quite a bit less sophisticated, it's something that you can just sit down and capture and capture the gameplay and come up with a little narrative. And there's not a whole lot of planning to it. And it's, it's a lot of gaming in references and things like that. So, and this is that same appeal. Uh, these tools that you can just whip up on the phone, commuting on the subway or uh -huh. waiting in the doctor's office lobby or wherever you are and just do something. Um, and so even though I don't, I guess I just don't have a lot of time where I do that with my device. So maybe yeah. that's, maybe that's all it comes down to is the reason that I don't dabble in this is that, like you said, Ricky, you, you, you know, somebody who spends quite a bit of time on their phone um, for them, that would, that would make a lot more sense. Me, I yeah. spend a lot of time yeah. on a PC and I yeah. assemble all the tools that I want there. And plus right, I've kind of, you know, moved in the direction of, I want to take that extra time to try and craft something. Yeah, a little more craft. And, it, and it's and it's it's torturous sometimes how long it takes to. I'm I'm working on something right now in uh, uh, a video game engine. That's and then using some other tools to enhance with it. I won't I won't say what it is yet. It'll surprise you when I release it. But uh, it's hard. Yeah, it's like really ridiculous. Like uh, yeah. to just capture one little ten-second sequence, it's it's a lot of work. And uh, you know, so if if you're looking to get stuff done quickly, Machinima, as I do it, isn't the way to do it quickly. It's not. It's yeah. not anymore. Yeah. If you use an iClone to Unreal Pipeline, it's not quick anymore. It's quick compared to spending days waiting for a short scene to render in old-fashioned 3D rendering programs. Yeah, it's faster than that. But, you know, to make a, to craft a story for the screen and to to at least endeavor to do it well, it takes a lot of time. Yeah. And, well, and, and so even with tools like these, there's only so good that they, that, that they can produce because it is yeah. very much rooted in that expediency. 
Well, that's part of the reason why I chose uh, TikTok, knowing that it would be somewhat dissentious because of the type of content and format. Right. But I thought machinima history is always, uh, especially like you were pointing out, some of the early stuff, just get it done. It doesn't matter. You know, okay, the lighting doesn't work. Well, you don't have to spend five weeks trying to solve a lighting problem. Just do it with the lighting wrong, you know, just to get it out there. Yeah. And I think there's something to be said for that. Finishing a product and getting it done and publishing it. I think one of the big flaws personally, for me personally, is that I want every single thing that I do to be perfect. And yet, I, you know, the more time I spend on it, the less likely I am going to be to publish it, to actually finish the project. Mm -hmm. I have got reams of projects that are half done or a third done or three quarters done or 90% done. And it's just because I don't want to go back to them and go through all of that agony. And it's my problem. It's not anybody else's problem. So I really, in a way, I kind of like the TikTok format and style because it forces you to get something done in 30 seconds. And you could do that. So these, although you're right, they're dumpster related stuff. They're funny, silly kind of things. But as Terry Gilliam pointed out, sometimes it's just tell a quick story, get, you know, get an idea out there, just the idea of it. it doesn't have to be a three act story structure and all of that. So well, and not to, not I, to be cliche with it, but it, I can't help but think of Alex Chan and the French democracy, that video perfect. that he, he put together with very little polish. Some of that because the tool was, was rough. And some of it was that, that he was new to it, but yes his motivation wasn't to be Francis Ford Coppola. It was to, to convey an idea and he yes. needed to do it quickly because it was happening right now in his backyard. Yeah. You know, this needs, I need to get this out and this is a way to convey an idea. So there's, there's something to be said for remembering that that's, that's a, a an important use for machine And Yes. The end result will be that there's going to be a whole lot of very forgettable stuff created, you know, I mean, for every, French democracy, there's a there's 10,000 pieces that we will never remember. Yep. You know, that 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 are just gone. They're forgotten. But that doesn't mean that expediency is bad. Yeah. You know? No, the point is is to get something done. And if it doesn't work, move on to the next thing right. until you get something that works. Yeah. And and the advantage of the expediency atmosphere would be that turn around and is it working is it not okay move on that cycle is much faster in a world of a platform like tiktok than it is in the world of a platform form like how damien makes movies how i make movies you know it's 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 very different you know damien will work for four months on an episode and then if it stinks <laughs> it's like well now what you know got to retool yeah. the whole thing yeah whereas in tiktok yeah. yeah somebody could figure that out in an afternoon with yeah. several tests. So it, it's well, interesting. It's, it's particularly good because you get enormous feedback on TikTok. Well, yeah, the audience so is so huge. You yeah. put this you put this on there and suddenly you got 500 people responding and clicking. And if they all say, no, this sucks. And 15 people all say, well, you know, I can't hear what you're saying. Your recording is too low. You go, oh, shit, I blew that. I've got to get my recording up. So the next video you do, you make sure your recording level, you check that specifically. So your recording right. is level, you solve that problem. 
Phil, you, when you were talking, you reminded me that in one of our very early episodes, and this is before we were doing as video, we were just doing audio. We were, I think we were talking about um, a machine that was made with Animal Crossing. And of course you need a Nintendo Switch, which is a device like this. You just going to right. fit in your pocket. And I was thinking, uh, listening to you talking, well, TikTok allows people to create things on their phones. You don't right. need a big, you know, if, you've got, if you're creative and you've got ideas, but you don't necessarily have a computer that's capable of doing that, then maybe this is a, a way to express yourself. And sure. I, maybe you could tell a longer story. You just have to do it in one minute segments, but you could, you could probably do it if you wanted to. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's a way to be creative <laughs> when you can't take, if you don't have a PC or you're somewhere where you can't take your PC with you. I mean, I, I can't take my desktop with me everywhere I go because it's not very yeah. practical. But yeah, yeah. you got a device like your phone <laughs> or something like this. You can put it in your pocket or in a bag or something, and you've got something um, with you that you can make. And like the switch has actually has a right. button on it. Um, it will record video. Like you press it once, it'll take a screenshot. You hold it down, it records like thirty seconds of video. And uh, wow. so you can play something, record that footage, and then. You know, later on you can transfer it from the switch to a device that you can do your editing on you know so there's options out there and i think so maybe, maybe, being a little bit... maybe what we're doing then uh, as our conversation progresses here is we're slowly slipping out of the dumpster and onto the curbside maybe <laughs> well you know damien the the short form content you know telling a longer story in short form bites that's not a new idea that's that's actually proven i mean and you you need no look no further than the literary world um you know arthur conan doyle the, the sherlock holmes which are now only available as novels right but when they were released that wasn't that wasn't the format he was using at all um and there's a there's plenty of other authors who that's i mean dostoevsky it was that way it was i think even crime and punishment he released as like episodes in a, a magazine type format which is like i mean that's like arguably one of the greatest novels of the last several centuries it's like hard to imagine it in any other form but that's how he did it because yeah. that was the medium that was available and there's plenty of other examples that i'm completely unqualified there's the two authors i could talk about so uh nice good one i honestly boy. can't yeah, but, see you know in a, I, I could be wrong here, but I honestly can't see what's it called? Movieoki creating something like that. Can't see Brothers Karamazov in that. Yeah. <laughs> so no. I could be very yeah. wrong here, but I don't know. Maybe. Well, yeah. you know what? Maybe. Well, here's the thing, too. When it, any pick any historical instance that we can pick where someone told a rich and evocative long form story in short form segments they weren't doing it with the well what should i write today no it was planned there was a yeah, lot of yeah, thought yeah. put into it um there was an end game there was a longer arc involved i mean and and these were extraordinarily talented human beings mm. and i'm not saying that everyone on tiktok isn't an extraordinary well, yes i am i'm saying that but Oh, no, hang on, because, uh, because... I think that the medium has maybe more potential than than we've seen fully exploited yet for oh. the purposes of serious storytelling. Can we say that? 
we can well, and i'd suggest go to ricky's third pick ricky what's that your third, you got a third pick ricky no i didn't pick a third one you did you said you picked and you linked another one for us which was well, then i guess i Roy, forgot it boy what frog you tell us sims? about it then yes boy frog sin in the back of my mind boy frog sins and the reason I, I mention it then, if you don't want to, is because it doesn't say very much at all. Not that I could discern in it. It's uh, two characters standing back to back, one with bloodied arms and another one appearing to be a child. So I, I deduced from what it was depicting, was it was just characters, characterization. But in the description of it, it... Uh, linked to a youtube video and the youtube video was called all the best memories are hers and it's a sims 4 machinima which was released last january and what was interesting about that was that the content had all been custom made um by the creator whose name boy frog sims um escaping just a moment then um but the the video itself, the longer video, was really quite disturbing. Um, you know, it, it's um, well, it's a form of domestic abuse that you're seeing in the in the the long form video, and this is just a like a an advert or a taster for it. Ah, uh, uh, um, probably why I missed it. Well, it's a re it's a very interesting film, not one that I would have normally picked, but the fact that it was all custom content made and 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 how it's portrayed i think is is that's doing something else and I, and it kind of made me think that all three of these films are um you know they're not they they they're just tasters of of some other thing and it's you being able to understand what the some other thing is that that makes it quite an interesting platform i think um so it's um, Twitter. It's, in some some real it's, sense. Twitter well, yes. for video. Isn't Twitter yes. like that? You know, yes. it's it's about something else. Ironically, it's like this this third video here, uh, it's trying to draw you off the platform it, to go well, see the real thing, you know? It, it's, well, it's, it did that very well. And yeah. I did actually watch the whole the the whole film. It's not very long. Uh, um, but my god, is that disturbing? Um, and then when you go back to look at the TikTok thing again, you think, "Oh, Okay, I now get what that is doing, but I'm not sure you can make a lot of sense of the TikTok without going to the video, or the video with maybe without going to the TikTok as well. So mm -hmm. they're kind of um, a coupled type thing. Right. You mentioned Twitter, but mm -hmm. I actually, when I signed up for Twitter, I found that actually improved my script writing because instead of writing these long rambling pieces of dialogue um, in my scripts, because I was thinking. I've, I've been tweeting a lot and you have that 120 character limit it really forces you to think carefully and be very precise in what you want to say so my dialogue is getting a lot more snappy and i was getting to the point much more quickly when i was writing my scripts even though i didn't have that limit just because i was used to that thinking that way with writing on twitter so you know well i have to say uh, uh that i think that experience is fairly unique damien because i in surveying twitter over the years it doesn't strike me that it has led people in the direction of thinking more before they type <laughs> if you know what i mean it I doesn't know exactly seem what you like mean. 
that that's the way that it goes. But no, I think <laughs> I think the idea of of TikTok as almost an advert platform for if yeah. if you're if you're making longer form content and you want them to see that, there's it, it would be interesting to see. Yeah, uh, it would take a lot of experimentation, but TikTok is great for that. But what works, yeah. you know, what will get yeah. someone off of this and over onto that or, yeah. you know, turning their phone sideways to watch what you want them to watch kind of thing. Um, that's 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 an interesting it's it's kind of like like if you wanted to. To get all the the, the emergency personnel downtown, you would start a dumpster fire. Right. And then hope that they would come. So it's kind of it's kind <laughs> of like that. Does that does that keep the. Uh, yeah, analogy. Definitely on the dumpster, the, 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 the dumpster metaphor working. I, and not quite so harsh. I think you get more people if you did it on the curb. <laughs> but I mean, you, you're, you're, your point's well made. <laughs> now, while I was researching, I discovered that Sims, Halo, and GTA Five tended to dominate. Oh yeah, the machinima at this platform. There was also some very interesting two D animation. It was quite fun on TikTok as well. I think Machinima on TikTok is still yet to be developed. It needs to have more users who are a little more thoughtful. I I wish I would have remembered the uh, frog uh, uh, TikTok Machinima. I just somehow while I was working together, I just missed it. Thanks for bringing it up, Tracy. But users like users like that, when they get more users like that, they may be able to develop the form a bit. But for iterating and learning, I think it's quite useful. So, yeah, that's great. So that's that's actually a good sum up, Ricky. That, that basically, what you're saying is is TikTok content generally is forgettable. Um, so yeah, with that, I think we'll. Uh, well, hang on before you sign that said? off. Before you sign that off, let's just oh, say God. as we <laughs> sit here at the moment recording, the European Commission is seeking to ban TikTok on devices that's the 23rd of february that was announced in wired in the us there were also um there's also pushes to ban tiktok and on cnn uh earlier in january uh tiktok was announced as having been banned from all government devices so you know if you've not made your hit on tiktok maybe <laughs> your time is up <laughs> Well, you know, all of these announcements have come out and have you seen any decline in TikTok users or any mass exodus from TikTok? Or if you put, uh, you record that fart that Phil was talking about and put that on TikTok and you get a thousand likes. So despite the political expediency of loathing TikTok, it's still an enormously popular platform. Yes. Hmm. Actually, the first the first talking of of banning it and you know for reason i think legit con security concerns uh were well over a year ago close to two years ago um when we had a a different president here in the united states um and everybody thought it was that he was being a little overreactionary with it and now two years later everybody's talking about the same thing i don't get it but it didn't happen then either and i think a lot a lot of the reason for that is because there's so it's such a huge user base, you know, way bigger. They've totally surpassed what Vine was. I mean, this is kind of the successor to Vine, for those who remember Vine. Um, but the, the audience has just exploded and it's international and gigantic. 
So um, it'll be interesting what, what the ramifications will be if, if different entities and, and organizations try to stop it, try to ban it. Um, it's so big. Um, it doesn't mean that it can't go away, but it's, it's, it's an interesting situation. Mm -hmm. Lots of interesting ideas in this episode. Once again, I enjoy talking to you guys about uh, interesting machinima. I knew this would be a bit controversial, but I wanted to share them with you anyway. A lot of satire this episode too, folks, please. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> please understand. Just some good-natured, good fun ribbing. Yeah. Um, I do hate TikTok. Uh, oh. Uh, did I say that out loud? Yeah. Um, <laughs> a couple times, Phil. But I'll get over times. it. Yeah. Well, good for you. Well, thanks for tuning in. And uh, that's it for this episode. Uh, join us for the next episode where we'll be looking at some real machinima. And uh, so thank you very much, Ricky, for, uh, <laughs> okay. for these things. Oh, man, you hurt my heart. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.